Hey everybody, this is Cersei Anthony coming to you with another episode of the Karate Chronicles. Rolling and recording on Tuesday, January 29th. And um, I have a very simple question. And I'm asking this for a couple reasons that I may get into later, but it's on my mind. My question is, what exactly do you think fighting looks like? And I ask that because I often see people who are very skilled when it comes to using their techniques on a bag or on a compliant partner, on a person who is standing there to demonstrate the effectiveness of the technique, but not necessarily to counter it. And... I look at my own sparring with my cousin and with many other people, and I say all the time, it doesn't look great because I'm doing it against another skilled black belt. And not just another skilled black belt, another skilled black belt who I've literally sparred thousands of times. And so the things that may work one session, we record our very last round because it only matters when you're tired and don't have the energy. We record that. And so if we watch those videos, we make adjustments so that that does not work anymore. Think of it like a, a football game. There may be a great runner running all over the defense on the first half and halftime, he starts getting, after halftime, he's getting shut down in the backfield because the opposing coach has made the adjustment that fast. So, fighting a skilled opponent is much the same. And I ask this because I'm kind of a firm believer that um, if you're skilled fighting a nobody, it may look a little different. When I say nobody, I don't mean like people are of less value or anything like that. What I mean is that, let's say a, a black belt is fighting a white belt, orange, purple, blue, whatever. He's able to land techniques a lot more fluidly, he or she, because the opponent is not at the level that would make them think, choose, or do otherwise. But when you have to fake and faint and use trickery, For all of your techniques to mask another or maybe you're setting up a feint later, it's not going to look good. I look at some of the videos of my cousin, for example, and I, and one, I had a jacked up foot, he had a jacked up ankle, and we were fighting with these, um, we finally devolved into using shin guards for our last rounds, just because, you know, we're all about longevity at our age. Um, What was I going to say? So what you couldn't see is the fact that we had to keep them sliding around because we were using a 24-hour for the wide open space to train. So it was slippery, I had a jacked up foot, you had a jacked up ankle. So things just aren't going to look pretty, especially after doing our circuit, which is three rounds of jabs, reverse punches, thrust punches, back knuckles, knees, front kicks, side kicks roundhouse kicks and then five five minute rounds that's a lot and then you do your very last um set of sparring on film you're exhausted so it doesn't look that great 
Plus, there's the intangibles of knowing a person's preferences and trying to move in such a way that you avoid them. For example, every single time my cousin has sparred with me, he's landed a sidekick. And I mean every single time. I don't mean super flush or square, but he landed with significant force every time. I used to be able to land the roundhouse kick to the legs more often until one video I explained how I do it. He didn't know how I was doing it because he was taking into account all the things that you have to think about when you're sparring. And then he made the adjustment, and I can honestly say that I probably haven't landed 10 kicks as solid as I used to in the past year when I made that video. So adjustments are made, things are changed, or maybe you just want to try certain techniques for the sake of polishing off certain techniques or sharpening certain techniques, whatever the case may be. Um, but I just want to get people past the idea that boxing, kickboxing, Muay Thai, Jiu Jitsu, whatever it is you do, it's not going to look as pretty against a skilled opponent very often. Now, if you go to, example, for example, the Olympic levels of Judo or the highest levels of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu or something like that, you may see some beautifully executed sweeps, turnovers, submissions, transitions, all that kind of stuff. Striking is different. Um, you can be very technically sound, but if you're trying to set something up or trying to arc a punch into a target that you weren't able to land it on before you add in the bare knuckle element like that and your whole approach to how it's delivered is different. Um, for some of you who are fans of boxing, think about how old school boxing looked in the old days when they had unlimited rounds. Or think about the way they threw their punches when they had unlimited rounds and no gloves. It looks stupid now because there's finite rounds and gloves. That changes things tremendously. And if you don't think so, think about what it looks like when two boxers, and I mean skilled boxers in the ring, actually get into a fight. Forget what they were doing in the ring just moments before. before. They look a lot less polished. Because in their mind, there's a switch between a boxing match, which is a sport with rules and a referee, and an actual fight. And my family, because we've been no gloves and no pads from day one, and like I said, now we've got some crappy MMA gloves. And I say crappy because I bought a pair 20 years ago before MMA was big as a sport, and they were three times as thick as the ones that I bought most recently for some students. So when I say crappy, I say crappy because they're not providing the kind of padding that they used to provide. So, um, even with those gloves on, the mentality of bare-knuckle fighting is still there. And so it's just not going to look as pretty. Don't be discouraged when you look at your training, especially if you're only t recording the last round and go, man, that doesn't look good or I'm not technically sound. Look at your technique on, a, on the heavy background, the kicking shields or whatever. And look how much nicer it looks than it is when you're fighting a skilled opponent. It's not a bad thing that your 
technique doesn't look as cool. That means you're delivering it with intent. And as a part of an overall chess strategy, which leads to you being able to effectively strike an opponent, your training partner, as the case may be. So, you may have to set your ego aside a little bit, ladies and gentlemen. And isn't that one of the things we're supposed to do in the martial arts, is set our egos aside? Anyway, don't let the ugly techniques fool you, right? Anyhow, that's pretty much it for the day, or for the evening, rather. Thank you for listening. Check me out at martialartsotham.com. Stay tuned for um, the podcast that I have coming up with my cousin under the Karate Cousins. I know, imagine that. We're going to be providing a lot more information, not just about martial arts, but the martial arts from the aspects of two vegans and what that means and how that can be beneficial to you. So please check in. By far the most important thing is please be kind to yourselves and each other.